Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier. Of course, we're here with thanks to the Committee for Wyndham. Uh, one thing I want to point out before we talk about uh, today's uh, episode of, uh, of the Talking Wyndham podcast is to check out the uh, the notice board on the uh, Committee for Wyndham website. Now, the notice board has a whole range, and uh, today's guest is included in this, a whole range of uh, businesses involved with the Committee for Wyndham and some of the opportunities they've got going at the moment, what they're doing at the moment with the COVID-19 limitations and some of those restrictions, of course, have been eased in the last few days. Uh, but chance for you to have a look, see what they're doing, see what they're offering and uh, and what their business is about on the notice board section of the website for the Committee from Wyndham. Please have a look at that. And one of the names you'll see there is David McCarthy Plumbing. And we're going to meet Kat McCarthy today, who of course is uh, one half of the uh, the ownership team of David McCarthy Plumbing. So a little uh, look inside their business, how they've been going during the COVID-19 lockdown, what they're looking forward to in the future and uh, a little bit about uh, both uh, Kat and David. So uh, enjoy the Talking Wyndham podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on the Talking Wyndham podcast. Uh, a busy time, I would imagine. It's always busy, Kevin. Always busy and plumbing. <laughs> well, tell us, tell us how the COVID nineteen thing has affected. Uh, you know, I'm reading in the paper today about a tradie led recovery. Um, so, how's it, how's it affected you? And, and and you know, is there light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, there's definitely light. Um, a few months ago, when uh, it was all it all hit, um, I kind of got into panic stations and. I started preparing for the apocalypse um, in the mm. form. I wasn't hoarding toilet paper. I was hoarding PPE um, to make sure my team was safe and our clients were safe. So uh, it was a bit of an unknown stage for everyone, really. And um, that was that was you know how I managed it. Was was prep as best I can. Um, and we, we weren't, weren't sure, like any business, how it would affect us, how our turnover would be affected, how cash flow. Um, our busyness, but luckily for us, we kind of weren't. We didn't have to stand in staff down. It's um, consistently busy, so um, I think it's been fine. You know, um, being in plumbing and being in trades and construction, it's fine now. It's it's more um, in the next six months' time when kind of those new builds. Um, you know, when people aren't signing contracts to build new homes, yep. and then it'll probably filter down and affect us more in the future. Um, what sort of uh, measures did you have to immediately instigate, uh, you know, in terms of the health protocols and all those things? Did you have to kind of sit back as a business and go, okay, now we need to we need to revamp all the way we do all these things? Absolutely. Um, we have a pretty robust swims in place for our team. Um, but, yeah, we did really need to ramp it up because um, we're kind of – our um, plumbers are going into people's homes. So, yeah. you know, when everyone's isolating, we're still having to go into the homes that – you know, fix that um, block toilet and that hot water service outside. So we had to really go, well, um, you know, asking you know, on the phone call, have you been overseas? This is at the very start and, you know, are you sick? Do you have a temperature? But then it was more than that. It's we get down to the nitty-gritty. Okay, so once you've given the client client's form, then you can't then touch it. you just got to take a photo. And um, and, and I, I got some guidance from an OHMS um lady and she she told me she said look essentially you know because we're dealing with kind of sewers and human waste dress like a surgeon would dress so 
at the start, my partners were, you know, laughing, going, seriously, Kat? But um, it, it was for their protection and for our clients' protection. And, you know, all our guys go home to their families. We don't want to, um, you know, don't want to get them sick and their families and their, you know, their grandma sick. So we literally had to treat them like surgeons when it was like off drains and sewers because we were just so, you know, scared at the start. We didn't want to infect or, or be the cause of someone yeah. getting sick. <laughs> was there much trepidation from uh, from your clients, uh, from people ringing up saying, well, look, I, I need to get this fixed, but I'm not quite sure what we do here? No, everyone everyone expected to ask. Um, Kathy, our client relationship manager, you know, had a set of questions we need to ask, you know, have you been overseas and this is when the site that was still open? Um, are you self-isolating? Are you, and then it was kind of checking to see if um, our clients were immunocompromised, if they were elderly. It was, you know, to really take... Everyone understood who, who we spoke to on the phone and, um, you know, we're pretty good about it. And if they had health problems, you know, we'd, we'd kind of go to extra measures to ensure their safety, really. Tell us a little about the history of uh, David McCarthy Plumbing. You've been uh, in, in the Point Cook area, I, I think, from what, about 2013 or thereabouts uh, with the business up and running? Yeah, yeah, we're about seven years old now. Started with my husband, Dave, um, you know, in the garage and the spare room with our office and... Um, I was pregnant with my first and still kind of working in my career at the time, which is nothing to do with plumbing. And then um, it just kind of grew from there um, really quickly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had kind of that rapid growth. Um, and then we actually won a Wyndham Business Award in 2016, a new and emerging. And from there, we, we met a whole bunch of new um, fantastic clients and kind of grew from there. So now we're um, in Lavender North. Um, so we, we migrated from the shed in Point Cook to then North Avenue. Yeah, yeah. We, we own a factory in Lavent North. Um, and we've got a team of 14 staff now, a couple of excavators and, um, and nine fleet vehicles. So, yeah, it's, it's grown a little bit in those few years. It's grown a heck of a lot in those uh, in those few years, but you, you mentioned in there that uh, that your background is is totally uh, not plumbing and uh, way 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 away from from plumbing. So tell us a little about your background because it's basically in, um, in in a totally different area. Yeah, it is. Um, Dave and I met in Perth. Actually, I'm I'm a I'm a proud Sandgrove originally. Yeah. I'm from um, the beautiful beaches down south of Perth. And um, I actually have a degree in sports management and social science. So I've actually always worked in sport and community and Indigenous education. Um, and then we both, you know, met each other and I said, well, I, I don't need a boyfriend. I'm moving to London. <laughs> so he came, he came too. And then um, I had, had a great three years in London. Um, he was managing kind of high-rise plumbing projects um, in the middle of the city and I was working for uh, first disability sport and then kind of got my dream role in that career um, at a Premier League club uh, and working in their community development program. Um, so, yeah, uh, very different to plumbing, but, um, you know, when we had our children and, and, the, and the business started to grow, I realised, you know, um, I, I can kind of take some of the bits and pieces that I that I learnt in my degree and my, um, in my background to kind of, you know, really try and um, get the systems and processes going in, in our plumbing business because every business, you know, has nuts and bolts and you've got to yeah. get those right. It doesn't matter if it's plumbing or if it's sport um, or anything like that. So what works in the AFL and works for the AFL, it, it does work in plumbing as well. And because I, I have a community development and people background, um, you know, we've come to realise that your people are everything and as long as you look after your team and have a good team culture, um, you know, the other stuff comes after that. 
Yeah, and you're right. It doesn't matter how big or small the business is, whether you're the AFL or Premier League club or you're, you're um, David McCarthy Plumbing in uh, in Laverton North. The, the the principles and the culture are, are fairly, uh, you know, if you want to be successful, they're the same. It's all the same, absolutely. <laughs> um, tell us about the pitch you put to the uh, the innovation uh, competition when uh, when you're doing that. What was that? What was around that? Yeah, um, it was about pipe caps, actually. <laughs> So it's a really simple um, product that um, Dave and I kind of discussed and we've kind of been giggling about for years going, oh, you know, if only they did that on kind of new volume builds, it'd, it'd save um, a hell of a lot of time for plumbers and, and drainage um, plumbers and then kind of the handover on to sparkies and builders if they just, you know, coloured those caps. And since then, you know, and had a colour-coded um, system. And since then, we've got a few patents. So we've got the product patented and we're kind of in the, and the, and the wind and pitch contest um, was as a part of renovation uh, back in January, I think, or February it was, the, the final pitch. It was really, um, you know, I thought I was okay with public speaking and then you realise you're actually pitching a product uh-huh. and marketing to judges and I'm talking about plumbing. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But um, God, it was such a fantastic experience and, um, you know, meeting that team of the 20 of us at the start, all these different brilliant ideas that people had you know, um, some are just different kind of pivoting business ideas and others are like products and services that are totally new to um, Wyndham. So, yeah, it was such a great, um, such a great program to be part of and, and to, you know, all our, you know, the peers that you meet, you know, we're always kind of going, how are you going, you know, with that, you know, how are you going with your pattern or, you know, marketing? So, yeah, it was really, really fun to be a part of and we learned a lot in that. So you've actually used that as a networking opportunity, uh, not to make it sound crass, but that's actually what it is as much as anything else too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, meeting small business friends and um, and colleagues, they, they kind of get what you're going through. And um, they're on the same phase, you know. Some of the ideas, I thought these guys are gonna, these guys are gonna do really big things in the area. And some, you know, working with children and the disabled, and you know, can really, really focusing on twenty years time in Wyndham and our future. And um, yeah, so it was, it was a fantastic way to, yeah, like you said, to network and, and to meet others, um, like-minded business people. To go from your kind of your, your spare room virtually and uh, and your garage uh, into a into a factory in Laverton North and have you know fourteen or fifteen people working for you and, and vehicles on the road and all that sort of stuff, has the facilitating of that uh, been uh, been good for you? And have you had uh, help from from you know other sources? I mean, we talk about the council's help and and other organisations that have kind of helped you make those steps. Yeah, well, I haven't. Um, I, I'm always uh, I put my hand up to any opportunity that kind of comes my way. Yeah. And- um, uh, back in, I think it was 2018 now, um, we were part of the Innovate to Accelerate program uh, as uh, part of Wyndham Council, and we ha- which was led by Adrian Jobson, uh, who's still leading it today. And um, we kind of thought, you know, we, we know what we're doing, you know, we're going okay in business. Yeah, we've got a vision, we've got a, you know, we've got a mission statement and all that. And um, so I didn't know what I'd actually get out of that program, but we knew we kind of needed a bit of business coaching and guide, professional development guidance. Um, because we grew so fast and it, it's so chaotic, like when you grow that fast, you're like, oh, I really need to get that off manual done. I really need, oh, oh, we really need to get those quality insurance checklists done. Oh, the phone's ringing, phone's ringing. It's yeah. easy. So we knew we needed some help. So Innovate to Accelerate came at just, it was so timely. Um, and when we did that and sat down with Adrian and, you know, we really, you know, we had, like I said, we had our mission statement, but he kept, you know, prodding us, but why? What's your why? What's your purpose? And, you know, we really nutted out what our vision was and that's when we went, it's all about our values. And, and we don't want it to just be values that, you know, are on on the wall and, you know, 
everyone walks past them every day. We want to believe our values, you know, and you know, this business is like our third child, you know. We, yeah. we believe in it. We're so passionate about it. We want our legacy to be, you know, our, our culture. We want to be known for, you know, we, we want plumbers to want to come work for us because, oh, that's the company that's, you know, really good work for, um, you know, because they've got a really good culture. So, you know, we we um, we really got a lot out of um, Interfect to Accelerate and I always you know, bang on it and that, uh, to new businesses now. Really get on to that because um, it's, a, it's a great it's a great foundation um, for a startup um, to have kind of that – you know, business people. A lot of people think business coaching is for you know ten years. You know, when you're really growing your business, no, mm. but for that startup stage, and you know, set it up really well. So, yeah, that was helpful. So you've reached the level that you're at now. Uh, how do you? How do you? Do you want to grow the business to to bigger than it is now, or is 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 this the kind of has COVID nineteen in some way been a chance for you to actually go? Hang on, this is a good chance for us to sit and go. Where do we want to go? What do we want to do? Because a lot of businesses are doing this. You're obviously not a business with a lot of fat, so you you you, you run pretty lean and mean. Um, yes. Has this yes. been a time for you to be able to do that as well? Yeah, it, it has. We actually thought it was going to be less busy, and we're extremely grateful that um, you know it has been busy when yeah. a lot of businesses out there are kind of hibernating. But yeah, it has given us a time to sit back and reflect. I think right, where do we want to go? And um, you know, since since getting our real vision and our real why, as I said, it, growth is fine if it comes and if it comes organically. Um, as long as we're growing properly and not chaotically anymore, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter if we get up to 20 or up to 50 or if we stay at 14 forever. Mm. Um, it, it doesn't matter as long as we're growing properly and, um, you know, we're, we're doing everything correctly, you know, we've got these processes, our team's happy, our clients are happy, then, you know, if it grows, brilliant. Um, when, I guess we're not out there to have 100, 150 staff. But we're just there to kind of, you know, run a, a good company, a, a, you know, in Wyndham, an ethical company, a company, you know, everyone's happy to come to work. So, yeah, if it gets bigger, great. If it doesn't, as long as we're doing everything right, we don't really mind. Yeah, you can lose touch with the, the kind of the grassroots level of your own business sometimes, yeah. uh, and, that, and that's obviously something that's really very important to, to you and to David. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and speaking of that, your, your roots in the in the community in terms of you know getting involved in other organisations uh, outside of the the business world have you have you delved into that? Yeah, um, we we, all, we really kind of believe in, and especially in in times of COVID, we really believe in community over competition um, and supporting local. Um, we've been living in Point Brook for nearly um, eight years now, and in Wyndham, and we've really you know made a home here. We have children; they're going you know going to school here um we, we really love our local community so it's in our best interest to really give back to the local community um yeah we do sponsorship and you know a few local sporting clubs and kind of um other, other local charities but it, it's about supporting local and especially in, in this time supporting other local small businesses yeah. like i said you know some have been in hibernation so um yeah really kind of giving back financially and also by um kind of utilising kind of the supply chains we have in Wyndham rather than going elsewhere. Um, you know, if we need new technologies or, you know, tools, um, materials, trying to, you know, support the local businesses because, you know, we, we'd love them to support us as well. So um, I guess putting our money where our mouth is really good supporting local. Yeah. Uh, Kat, uh, uh, having lived in in England and worked in England at uh, you know high level uh, in, in the sporting uh, arena there, and uh, and uh, uh, coming back and living in in Point Cook, are you enjoying the quality of life you've got in the western suburbs. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, London it was well, it was a lot colder, 
<laughs> and, um, and more congested and, you know, House of Eleven Antipodeans with one bathroom was always fun. Oh. But, um, yeah, my husband Dave from, from Colac, he's from dairy farming, um, had a hard-working background with three brothers still working on the dairy farm and I'm from a really small town in WA, so we're both country kids at heart, so where we, we, we chose the West because it's, it's kind of got a bit of that country, you know, it's got the coast still, which, you know, keeps, keeps me happy, but um, yep. you can go for a drive like down where it's south and, you know, pretend, you, pretend you're in the country. So this is as, as fitting as we'll get um, after being in London, I think. Yeah. How <laughs> oh, about the kids? I mean, happy uh, for your kids to be uh, going to school and growing up in the Western suburbs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my daughter's uh, preppy, so well, I've just finished a couple of months of homeschooling, yeah. so I'm very grateful <laughs> for my school in Point Cook for uh, the primary school. Uh, yeah, so I'm very happy that they're, they're winning kids through and through. The, uh, I mentioned uh, the, the you know reading in the papers uh, in the last couple of days talking about a, a tradey led um, sort of um, a boom back into into the economy a bit of a recovery from the from the trade era. Um, are you seeing and, and other stories are telling us that apprenticeships will be down by thirty percent? That is there still an interest in being uh, being a plumber and, and working uh, working on the tools from from what you've seen from your point of view? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and now three uh, days you can. Get, get get that pre apprenticeship that cert to in plumbing for free. So there's a lot of a lot of um you know kids out there and and mature age getting that cert to and really wanting to get that cert for in plumbing. I mean we could we could put on five apprentices a week if we had the work. We get that wow. much um, interest. Yeah, oh, so much. Uh, and we we do take on apprentices. We take on work experience kids all the time as well because you know um you know Dave and all our guys were, were apprentices um, one day you know back in the past so you know we, we really do um, try and uh, give back as best we can and, and, and look at the future workforce so there's plenty of guys and girls out there that are um, that still want to be plumbers it's just and like you said tradie led um, you know economic boost as long as the government keeps those stimulus packages up like I was reading an article um, just last night about you know the the $50,000 construction loan they're talking about for, for new build and a $25,000 renovation grant. So stimulating that um, volume and construction, um, if they formalise it quickly, will, will definitely kind of, yeah, be good for trades and construction and, and the, you know, the blow-on effects as well for that. Yeah. Oh, it flows on everywhere. The ripple effect of it's enormous. Mm, yeah. you, mentioned, you mentioned that right in the here and now it's okay, but you're sort of are you bracing yourself for the fact that in five or six months' time there will be something of a downturn because there aren't being contracts signed now? Yeah, and trying not to catastrophize it at the same time, but it's definitely good to prepare. I mean, the buzzword at the moment is pivot. So it's, it's um, just, just preparing for, right, what happens in six months' time if – you know, all those plumbers that are working in those volume new builds, you know, their work dries up, then they're going to be competing for that residential and commercial maintenance work that we are doing. So, you know, it, even though it, it's probably not the work because we're kind of more the boutique new build plumbing uh, and, uh, you know, which is higher in the volume new builds and, and the maintenance field, commercial and residential. But if these plumbers aren't doing their Simmons and their Porter Davis homes, they need to work. So, they're going to come into the areas that you know that, that we do, so it's going to affect us, yeah. um, and it and it's going to affect the sparkies. It's going to affect you know the concreters and tilers as well. So um, anything they kind of pump into these stimulus packages will have the, that ripple effect for everyone, no matter if, if it's the work they're they're doing at the moment or not. 
Yeah, and it's not it's not just plumbers as you mentioned. It's sparkies and it's plasterers yeah. and it's a, it's all the other tradies that are involved in that. Do you miss the uh, the uh, so called glamour of uh, you know working in places like the AFL and the Fulham Footy Club and uh, the EPL and stuff? Do you miss that uh, when you're unblocking, no. taking an order to unblock a drain somewhere? Oh, I just love talking about pipes. <laughs> no, I, I do love it. We've got a great team um, here. So, uh, and I'm kind of, I work from home, you know, a few days a week and then I'm in the office. I love coming to the office um, a few days a week when the kids are at school and, and, and daycare and so forth. So, no, I, I don't miss it. I loved my kind of, you know, career and I loved the background and I had some great times. Um, uh, yeah, especially overseas. But, uh, yeah, no, this is definitely, um, you know, what I love doing now. And is the new normal much different to the old normal as we sort of head into the, the second half of uh, 2020? I think there'll be lots of things that I'll take forward. Um, the team definitely, although they're great with the virtual toolbox talks, we held a few um, over Zoom. They they hated them. They just loved being, uh, you know, they loved being together. Yep. And they really missed our breakfast at the yard. We had our first one this morning when we had CPR training with the team and it was just so nice to see everyone again because we've been really you know, trying to keep our distance and only the team that had to work together, work together. So um, we won't be bringing that, um, we, we won't be keeping that after yeah. COVID, but we're definitely going to, you know, that PPE, you know, what we were talking today, um, you know, why, why don't they sanitize, you know, and being plumbers, they are, they are very, you know, um, they wash their hands a lot with, with, with soap and everything, but it's it's just some of the things I think, well, maybe they do need to wear cover all, all the time when they're doing sewers. You know, it's just some of the safety things and PPE we're starting to think, well, actually, all the time they probably should do this if they're dealing yeah. with sewers and, you know. So, yeah, there's definitely some things we'll take forward. Um and some things we'll be happy to leave behind. Yeah, when it's and, all over. obviously <laughs> the the big change will be in the OH and S uh, areas of I think most businesses. Absolutely, yeah. So the swims is just getting longer and longer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and the compli- all those compliance regulations. I know they're a, a massive pain in the bum, but uh, unfortunately they have mm. to be done, don't they? Yeah, really important. Yeah. Kat, thank you so much for spending some time with us having a chat about uh, David McCarthy Plumbing. You've got a website. Uh, people can uh, can find you if they need uh, plumbing. Uh, they've got plumbing inquiries or they've got uh, work to do, but uh, there's there's lots of, of lots uh, to find out on your on your website. Yeah, just davidmccarthyplumbing.com and just, um, just on our socials, Facebook, uh, Insta, LinkedIn, all the usual. So, yeah. No, uh, great to have a chat with you. All the best of luck for the rest of uh, 2020 and let's hope that uh, the new normal is, uh, is, is going to be fun. Fingers crossed. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Well, thanks to Kat. And uh, don't forget, check out uh, the website, davidmccarthyplumbing.com.au and uh, you can give him a call on double nine three one oh nine oh five. Terrific to have a, a chat to Kat and uh, wish them all the best of luck with their business. Plenty more coming in uh, future episodes of the Talking Window podcast. And as I mentioned at the uh, the top of uh, this podcast, this edition, please check out the uh, the Facebook page for the Committee for Wyndham and also the website. On there, you'll uh, click on the notice board part and that's where you'll find a complete directory of uh, some of the businesses involved with the Committee for Wyndham what they're doing, what they're offering, and uh, where they sit uh, right now uh, in the in the middle part of uh, of the year of 2020, which is going to be one to write about in the future, isn't it? Hope you enjoyed this edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. <laughs>